I can share like uh, there are uh, at least few roles that have something in common. They are kind of uh, in between uh, the engineering team and the business team. Mm. So for these particular roles, I can kind of share the titles. It would be kind of product owner or program manager, program delivery lead. They all have to have kind of a good communication skills. This is something really crucial. It's not someone uh, uh, who will kind of get into the job and... Hi everyone, and welcome back to the Sporting Global Podcast. And today I'm here with Milos. And Milos, first of all, thanks for taking the time. How's how's our life doing these days? How are you? Yeah, thank you very much for having me here. Uh, I'm quite happy to be here. Um, everything's fine, to be honest. The sun is uh, the sun is shining today. It's kind of an awkward thing for Germany, but yeah, yeah. I'm happy with it. And uh, yeah, happy to be here. Well, it's great to have you here, of course. And for those that are tuning in, you know, we're going to dive a little bit into Milos' career, uh, see a little bit of what he's been up to, a little bit about, you know, some tips, advice you have. And since you're working in the talent acquisition space, you know, there's always some great tips, maybe like some common mistakes people are doing that you're going to talk about as well. But why don't we just start a little bit in the basics, like, you know, talk a little bit about how your journey in sports began. Take us a little bit how things started for you. Yeah, um, it's pretty pretty common thing to be honest. Um, my my background is pretty straightforward. I played football uh, until my kind of um, 19 year uh, uh, of age. Um, I went through several academies back where I, in my home country. I didn't make the pros. That's unfortunately. Um, otherwise, I would be kind of play playing in Arsenal these days. No, I'm joking. Um, that was kind of the the the, uh, the goal that I had as a as a child to to become a, a professional athlete. But um, it ended up to kind of um, the passion that I had for for sports to be my professional uh, passion, and I kind of started my career on one way or another um, through Amazon back then, working my way, kind of engaging in our HR and recruitment, getting to know uh, everything that goes with people. Besides that, as um, yeah, I would say, as I was a, a, a little kid, I knew to understand people, and it was the, the perfect combination to work with people. And from there on, um, that was kind of my goal. Um, slowly to point my 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 career towards sport direction, and yeah, I ended up um, to get a job at the zone. But before that, I, I worked for, I don't know, three and a half years as a freelancer in a kind of data collections. And that was kind of the most uh, important thing that always kind of kept me in stadiums and kept me in a, a sports industry and kind of gave me a true direction that um, whenever I gonna kind of uh, think of anything professional, I would kind of associate that uh, with with sports. And right. currently, I'm at Sport Radar, uh, another sports company, and I'm quite happy to be here. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, like it's 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 that passion. I think we all had a dream, you know, for playing in the Premier League. I, I wouldn't say maybe Arsenal, but it's fun to have a new <laughs> guy there as well. You know, so I assume maybe you're an Arsenal fan since since you brought that up. Yeah, for sure. And kind of knowing that uh, Martin Odegaard is playing there and he's kind of the captain and I, I kind of 
I was more than happy to to uh, find out that you're uh, in the region, and therefore, yeah, I brought that up. <laughs> <laughs> well, I appreciate that. Um, so talk a little bit about obviously, you know, your role at SportRadar. You're the talent acquisition partner. Uh, what are some of your key responsibilities? What are some of your tasks that you have in that role? Yeah, um, as a part of a talent acquisition part, um, uh, as a talent acquisition team, I would say kind of. There are a lot of lot of um, tasks that are kind of involved in a certain job description and that are not involved in a certain job description. My responsibility itself are kind of um, the full uh, and uh, management and control of all um, recruitment activities that are going around the DAC market, more or less kind of, or especially in Germany. Um, because we have three sites or three offices in Germany. One is kind of in the Munich area. Yep. The other one is um, in the upper part of Germany, um, in Bremen, and the third one is in Gera. It's kind of the part, eastern right. part of, of Germany, and kind of that are kind of uh, my, one of my my key responsibilities to oversee and control um, all recruiting activities. Um, besides that, I would say I'm a kind of uh, the primary point of uh, contact for internal stakeholders regarding hiring new people and processes and optimization of um, everything that goes with new employees, potential uh, ideas, recruiting strategies and, and stuff. Yeah. Um, but um, I would say and the key, uh, one of the most important thing is about providing a, a exceptional candidate experience, which is kind of really important thing these days. Uh, right. Right. Because um, I want always to be transparent with everyone. I want to be uh, treated fairly, and I do that when I speak with my candidates and the potential candidates. I'm from from day one. I'm uh, open to them. I share all information that I can uh, share with them. I never kind of put them in a difficult situation, and that's kind of providing a healthy and exceptional customer experience. Is, is I would say the most important thing um, for 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 my role, and. It, let me sum it kind of in a in a one bigger bigger way. It would be kind of my role itself is to be a, a face of a, of a company because a lot of people don't know what, for example, Spot Radar does, and they are kind of the first person they are kind of uh, meeting is uh, myself, and I'm kind of their go to person until they kind of start to work there, work yeah. for a certain company, and the whole. Um, first impression and everything else it's kind of called first impression because you have just one 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 uh, opportunity and that's kind of my role itself to be the the person to um in, not improve but uh, i would say kind of to um impersonize uh, uh, people and kind of uh, make them excited exciting about about spot radar that's kind of the overall uh, uh, some uh, some uh, of my my role. Yeah, no, I, I think that makes a lot of sense. And I think you're talking about, you know, something very important is that, you know, it's equally important for you guys and the company to, you know, to express that personality and that uh, communication, right, with, with, with mm -hmm. the potential candidates. Because, I mean, like, you, you know how it is these days as well. It's not just about, you know, finding a job in sport or, or finding, you know, a career, but, you know, finding companies which you align with, right? And then there's obviously, you know, a company's reputation, uh, which is sure, sure. very important these days as well, especially in the upcoming upcoming generation. Talk a bit about that, that kind of 
you know shift i guess in a sense of of expectations perhaps in a sense from the candidates in terms of just that transparency that that openness uh, yeah um, mm-hmm. um i've noticed kind of in the past years that kind of people are kind of changing and different there are there are a lot of different generations kind of coming to the to the market and everyone has their own different expectation and the most uh, uh valued thing from everyone or from my experience is when someone goes uh, on a same level with with the candidate when uh, I offer them a open conversation it's not about kind of a I, I put them in a in a way I, I fire up 30 questions and they kind of just need to respond 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 it's more like an open conversation like we have right now right um, they're allowed to ask me anything I never kind of t- tend to uh, um, um Put them in a weird situation when I'm not not um, not sharing any information about about a company, about a business, or anything else. I'm kind of providing them uh, or accepting them in open hands as something that I all usually do with with everyone that I speak, no matter where they came come they where they are coming from or uh, what kind of uh, gender they have. To be honest, because right. um, especially it's in in these days in 21st century, it would be kind of a funny to to have such a such ideas to to do to divide people in a certain way so uh treating everyone uh equal is something that i stand for and kind of showing them the respect that they deserve because they invo- um invest a lot of time in preparing their application uh responding to my emails for example or responding to to my requests about references or additional uh, cover letters or whatsoever so um Therefore, I kind of I I value the time, their time, and uh, kind of provide them with with the whole transparency that they need. Absolutely, no, it makes makes total sense. And and uh, you know, talking about you know some lessons you learned uh, from your previous role. Obviously, before Sport Radar, you work with the Sun Group in a similar role. Like, what are some of the lessons you learned from that company from being there that you kind of taking with you now in in Sport Radar? Um, the zone group, um, the zone was kind of a pretty fast paced company and to be, uh, I'm pretty happy that I came to a, uh, spot radar, which is, uh, which has the similar, um, culture on being kind of a fast paced environment, even right. if, uh, it's kind of even bigger company and it's public, public company, which people will assume, yeah, it took, could take a, a while till something gets approved. But, uh, in, in, in other cases, the one, uh, um, I the things that I'm I brought uh, from the zone to spot radar are kind of best cases, best cases on how to how to um, a, attract people and how to um, achieve people in a certain way. How can we kind of reach to people? Different sourcing strategies. Um, that's kind of the the, the ideas that I had, uh, or not the ideas that the zone uh, provided on a regular basis where we kind of gather together and kind of discuss a certain ideas with involving uh, uh, hiring managers as a kind of potential target persons. And this is kind of something that are kind of um, key lessons that I am uh, I brought to Spot Radar uh, at least, and I'm looking forward to optimize them and kind of bring them into daily praxis. Mm. Um, to that kind of um, key lessons is also kind of uh, working uh, with a lot of different nationalities because in the zone I was mostly supporting business support roles 
and tech roles, to be honest, and um, working with stakeholders from all around the world. Right. And uh, able to manage my own um, time management was kind of something that I learned from, from, from both companies because previously I was struggling with one or the other. Better communication um, to be uh, to to uh, to share to say it's kind of something that a way I can communicate with stakeholders is something as a key lesson that uh, I brought from there and yeah um, it was a really nice experience but I'm looking forward to uh, next chapter absolutely it's all it's all part of the journey right and just looking into you know the the good things the bad things mm-hmm. you know we learning from it and talking a about you know. Um, you know, obviously working on the talent acquisition things aside, uh, what are some typical mistakes you see when people are applying for jobs in the sport industry? What are some common um, things you you you've seen over the years? Um, I would say kind of uh, I've uh, I saw a lot of different CVs and uh, the one or uh, one of the key mistakes that a lot of people are doing they're kind of. Uh, describing uh, their uh, their task in really general way mm. if you cannot really uh, uh, assume or someone who's not from from a uh, uh, from a um, from a certain certain area cannot fully understand or could understand but it's too general and for a certain experts it's kind of a, a an issue because they want to see what really a certain person has done in the in their previous previous task it's not about um supporting stakeholders what kind of stakeholders was more kind of uh involved who who do you report to what was the the the, the structure of the team for example the job titles is also kind of also a, a question mark always for example someone could be a uh, a senior um for example in my case senior ta partner but has a kind of a team of 10 and leads team of 10 and someone else could be a kind of uh, uh, team leader but has kind of just two or three uh, interns reporting to them and this to make clear and kind of have a better better uh, um, description uh, in your CV would be uh, really useful. Yeah. Um, To that I would say kind of a lot of non-relevant information uh, uh, when people involve um, I don't know. I don't want to kind of give a, a false example that people kind sure. of can could, could could point out to me and said, "Yeah, Miller told that that that's not a good thing." But maybe yeah. for some other people it could be. Right. But um, if someone uh, involves information that are not relevant at all regarding a certain job, um, that is a kind of a thing which will um, will will uh, make will make kind of recruiters and hiring managers not uh to not proceed him uh um cv that has no information at all for example just job title then is uh, that's kind of i would say a worst case because i can assume referring to the previous thing that i said is something that i i've noticed a lot people think that uh, it's one pager yeah but you need at least kind of to share one or two information that are key key right. points right. like at least, at least that um and yeah i would say that's um more or less all that i i, I can kind of point out in, in in a short time 
<laughs> no, but that, that's some really good points, though. I mean, like, I think one of the common things as you were talking about, right, is keeping things relevant. And I think sometimes mm-hmm. it, it's very easy to kind of, ah, but we just kind of resend, you know, this this CV, we resend this resume, you know, and we, uh, like, we'll let them deal with it. They know what to look for. But then again, you kind of like, that extra effort, you know, it's going to take you, what, 10, 15 minutes just refurbishing your CV a little bit for that specific role, your cover letter, of course, as well, to kind of just keep it keep it relevant, right? And then obviously sometimes, I guess, I mean, like you're, you're the expert here, but sometimes, you know, it's kind of, you know, you, you want to try to share, oh, I did a lot of things, right? But sometimes doing a lot of things, it, if it's not relevant, it doesn't really matter, you know? So... I mean, like, jump in if I'm saying anything wrong here, but, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah. So I mean, like, I, I think it's some key lessons here you're you're bringing up that that you know those that are listening here, you know, should 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 think about. And I mean, like, doesn't matter if you're a student, if you're you know 40, 50, you know, you can always you know improve. And it's always important to look at okay, some some advice for people that are and and I guess in a sense the recruitment space kind of have shifted a little bit as well how you're evaluating candidates is always improving right and it's always you know, adjusting to the industry what kind of role so you know it's uh, it's all part of the part of the journey sure yeah i can fully agree to be honest and a lot of a lot of uh recruiters kind of doesn't does not decide on their own if they need to kind of uh, reject someone it's kind of always a conversation with a hiring manager or it was in my case to be honest i know that i have the full responsibility for that and i when I get a feeling when you work for certain years in a certain industry, you get a feeling if someone could do the job, but I'm kind of right. still in um, uh, 1% or not 1%, I would say 10, 15% on the side of candidates always and tend to kind of present a profile, even though if I know that a certain hiring manager could say no. I'm always kind of trying an extra, extra point uh, to, to win an extra point for everyone else, even if it's too general. I try to, to, pull out the insights from from everything else and try to present them as i said i'm trying to just to do my job on on one way or another that's great so obviously uh you guys are obviously recruiting a lot of roles actually as board radar across across the globe but if you could go kind of like i guess in a sense a bit on a over level perspective of what you guys are looking for in potential candidates maybe focus a little bit on on your market first and foremost uh, you know maybe, um, maybe mentioning some some roles and, and just overall like what what are some things that is important for sport radar you know when they're looking hmm. i would say kind of i won't dive deep into details in the technical stuff what they should uh what certain candidates should bring with but yeah. i can share like uh, there are uh, at least few roles that have something in common they are kind of uh in between uh the engineering team and the business team mm. so for these particular roles i can kind of share the titles it would be kind of product owner or program manager program delivery lead they all have to have kind of a good communication skills. This is something really crucial. It's not someone uh, uh, who will kind of get into the job and hide behind it. Someone who will kind of engage with people, who will have a strong communication skills and still from one side to translate the insights and translate the information because right. the tech world, it's in its separate world from, from the business world. And these particular people need to understand a, a bit of, uh, or, or not a bit they, they should have a good understanding of technical stuff right. of te- technical uh uh things and 
to translate um, or use the language that the business people, I would say, kind of, that are not technical, uh, with no technical background, could understand. And all these three p three positions that I uh, mentioned ha ha has to have um, this particular uh, attitude. To that, I would say, kind of, uh, because they work with people. They need to have a bit of understanding of other people like there is a, a certain feeling i'm I, I won't say it's a difficult to understand but um a bit of experience with uh a bit of a leadership experience and please at least kind of to to manage people to coordinate them you know in a certain way to uh, be able to understand why for example one is under pressure and how to handle that a certain situation that would be kind of a second second point that uh that um, these three roles would have in common. Right. Um, what else? Um, I think that there are kind of the two. two I, I, I cannot um, go go out and say there is a muster or any kind of an example of a perfect candidate that we are seeking. Yeah. But uh, it's more kind of a different from from a position to position. Right. To be right. honest. Yeah, but it's it's a it's a good point. I think you touch upon uh, you know the communication side of things, right? Especially also uh, you, you say working both with engineers and working on the business side. I mean, like that's that's two different languages, and <laughs> you know, in the world almost. So you know, you gotta kind of extract the engineering knowledge and then kind of explain it so the business business people understands it. <laughs> mm -hmm. For but, sure, for sure, and that's kind of the. Um, one of one of the critical roles that we have, um, or right. more critical roles that we have in in sport trader and in every team we we are working on it with agile mode methods, and there are kind of a certain people there. There is kind of a, a software development team or software engineering teams, right. and a lot of uh, tech roles, and there is kind of a some someone who will monitor them and support them right. uh, during that time, so uh, they could kind of go on on and work on target. Yeah. So lastly here, you know, before we wrap up, I just wanted to kind of ask you about, you know, and you've been providing some great tips already, but, but if you have like, you know, some tips for, for students, you know, looking to work in the sport industry uh, and how can they, you know, stand out on their resume profile? Like what are some good ways to, to stand out? Mm, that's a really good question. Um, I, I myself I've I've struggled uh, as as a student I've struggled as well kind of to get a get a into a, a bigger co corporation I would say and then I kind of find my way into sports uh, industry. Um, I would say they need to be um, transparent. Why did, for example, if a certain um, job junior position for or or account executive uh, is uh, there to to be filled. They need to to invest a little bit more time and try to first of all um, connect with a lot of people, uh, gain a, a bit of uh, of a network, and right. try to uh, reach out to people to understand uh, a bit more of business. And when they apply, to invest ten minutes of their time and um, express themselves why they could be the ones um, that um, could get the job, for example. There is a, 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 a thing that everybody will say, yeah, um, nobody le uh, reads cover letter letters or anything else. But I'm pretty sure that if you uh, um, invested a lot of time and you can kind of uh, 
go out after submitting your application with a better feeling that you 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 you've done everything that you you've could from one way or another. Right. Um, right. Besides that, um, to try to get as early as possible in part, their part of career into any kind of uh, apprenticeships or any kind of internships that would be kind of really useful, even even for a week or any kind of voluntary work that sure. would be really useful. That has has um, not impact, but involvement with the actual role they're applying for for example if someone was kind of uh, selling tickets uh, for a certain match then um, they uh, he or she or they applied and then afterwards for a strategy role it would be kind of difficult to understand where they came came with the idea if they have no background behind it so they people need to be transparent as well to themselves or honest to themselves this is something that uh we see a, a lot of people that are not, uh, I won't say honest to themselves, but kind of they're ha having a bit of different uh, expectation that, that the reality is. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, um, it's, it's a common, I mean, like, I, I think as you were saying, right, a lot of people expect a, a lot of things. And I, I guess as well, uh, the sport industry is a very passionate industry, right? It's a very attractive industry. And sometimes, you mm -hmm. know, you kind of expect, oh, we're gonna get like a big role after completing your 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 bachelor or master, you know, in the field, right? And kind of understanding, like, you know, because of the high competition too, you know, it it's, it's a lot of people fighting about the same roles, and that's that's why I also wanted to bring up, you know, the the way to stand out, right? And essentially, what you're saying is, you know, spend that extra time, you know, to really fine-tune your 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 resume you know take the time to speak with the company understanding mm -hmm. what it is all about so you can prepare yourself in the best possible way i'm pretty sure that every every recruiter out there in any kind of sports company has a 50 minutes uh to kind of explain what certain role is before even kind of a certain candidate could apply they could kind of reach to them and say hey i mean hi i'm interested in the role can you kind of provide me an information about um the hiring manager who's the hiring manager can i contact them or um thereby you can kind of buy yourself a more kind of a, 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 a more tickets to 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 success i would say in right. a certain way yeah. and um also what i've noticed in the past few years is a lot of people think that because i have a background as well i played football and i thought maybe i could work in 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 in, uh, in sports industry but working and kind of liking sports is kind of two different things and they need to be uh, aware of that and yeah as soon as uh, um there is a question why would you like kind of to work in sports industry they said you know i played football for my whole life yeah uh it doesn't kind of appeal that you you could be successful in a sports industry you need to kind of understand that sports industry is kind of a business or in every football club or kind of basketball club or any kind of a company that uh operates in those sports industry is kind of a business like any other right right no 100 percent. and at the end of the day you know you just gotta you know increase your knowledge in in the space and uh you know there's a lot of ways to do that <laughs> of course and uh and i think i think it's a perfect way to wrap up here milos and uh you know with that of course i'd like to you know thank you so much for for taking the time you know for sharing your insights some tips uh some requirements i guess on a over overview level of what you guys are looking for some key roles there uh, which you wish is great and uh, yeah I mean, like I don't know if you have any final final remarks you want to 
mention before we wrap up? Yeah, to be honest, I, I, I'm quite happy um, to get the opportunity and the invitation from, from you, Ole, and uh, looking forward uh, to our um, next time, for example, in a, a few months or somewhere, if you kind of invite me back. I hope I didn't kind of share too much information uh, that are kind of not useful at all, and uh, your listeners will say, yeah, I don't bring Milos back again. But <laughs> yeah, it was really fun experience, to be honest. Well, I'm glad I'm glad you liked it, and and of course I'm sure the the community and audience will will enjoy this episode is uh, a lot because there's always great to get tips you know from the people that are actually you know taking the recruiting decisions, looking at a lot of resumes and insights. So that, that that's always always helpful. So with that, of course, I would like to thank you once again for taking the time, and for those of you that have been here all the way at the end, you know, make sure to like the video, subscribe as well, so you get weekly tips from industry leaders like Milos sharing their insights tips, what they're working on, and for you to help you get a career in sports. And if you haven't already, of course, sign up at sportingglobal.com to utilize that as a resource to connect with the right kind of people, find relevant programs and job opportunities, and excel in your sports career. We also have, if you want to increase your knowledge, some amazing courses from great organizations at academy.sportingglobal.com. So check that out. And um, Milos, as, as kind of like to wrap up here, we, we kind of have like a podcast tradition, which you might be familiar with if you've seen some of our episodes, but I have to teach you a little bit Norwegian before we, before we wrap up. Sure. So with every video we do, we always finish with Vi snakkes, which means see you later in Norwegian. So that's what you have to say. Um, let me try a first one. Um, it will be Vi snakkes. Yeah, we snuckis. That's it. Should I should I repeat it again? Yeah, go uh, for it. Go for it. We snuckers, everyone. Awesome. All right. <laughs> Thank you so much, Milos. It was a really great pleasure having you part of this and really good Norwegian as well. So thank you so much. And as always, we snuckis. We snuckers, all right.